Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. What's up? Happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Hey, Sarah, what's up? Not much. How are you, Tully Louise? I'm actually really good. Oh, actually, no, I'm really t- I'm good, but I'm very exhausted and I don't know why. Maybe you just need to take some time out to yourself. No, well, apparently people said it was a full moon. I did something on uh, Instagram and um, a lot of people have written back to me saying that it's a full moon and I did see that. So I'm going to blame it on the full moon. Let's do that. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just flat, but like tired. Perk How up. You? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm good. I perked up after speaking to Bonnie. I know. How energetic is she? Yes. So Bonnie Anderson, for you guys that don't know, is essentially she started out her career as a singer. She's just a super creative like woman female um and yeah she's just finished up on neighbors she's been on SAS she's fuck what else has she done she's been on carols she's just you, funny legend you'll definitely know who she is yeah so we had bonnie on and to be completely honest with you we've had bonnie on our to-do list to record since we started this podcast in 2020 so she's a hard woman to get on to and she literally messaged me was it yesterday I think mm. she's like I can record tomorrow or next week I'm like done let's do tomorrow so we were very excited to have Bonnie on yes yeah so um did you like the conversation I love the conversation <laughs> I just thought it was three three country girls sitting around a table having a chat yeah Bonnie is so energetic and happy and literally makes you feel so good. So absolutely loved having Bonnie on and it was a really good conversation. A few lols, a few deep moments. Yeah. All the things you'll want from a, a curious conversation. Yeah. So that was our episode for this week. And then spinning back to us, how has your week been? It's been good. It's been busy. I've been working till probably eight o'clock at night when I force myself to stop. Yeah, same. But it's, it's been, been it's been really good. We've um been doing some stuff with Tully Lou with our new stuff coming up, new campaign. So that's been exciting. Yeah, it's definitely been hectic this week. The Blue Rangers start, started selling really well this week. Yeah, I think maybe because um, we've had a little bit of a offer as well yesterday. So guys, maybe you should subscribe to our newsletter if you want sneaky discounts throughout the year. We've started an SMS campaign, which has been great. Um, yeah, it's been such a weird week. I just feel like I keep saying yes to a lot of things and like yes to new projects or new work and stuff. And I'm just getting very overwhelmed. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you know, a person asked me last night, how was I? And I was like, I went to write good and they asked about work and I was like, well, I've been really busy doing Tully Lou stuff and then we've got these other projects going on too which is taking mm-hmm. our time. I'm like, shit, we are actually doing a lot at the moment. Yeah, a lot. And I keep saying yes to like stupid, like not stupid stuff, like obviously like 
influencer stuff I make money from, but it's stuff that like I have to record. And I know this is going to sound ridiculous and people always have this weird assumption of people on Instagram, but like it's a lot of work. Like I have to work out a brief with the client, record, send it to them. And they're like, oh, that's not good enough. Or you've missed out this, got to re-record it. Then you got to send it. And then you got to schedule. It's like a lot of work. Planning. Yeah. And it's just like, I keep saying yes. to like, not, they're not stupid. Cause they're like, I only say yes to clients that I want to work with or products that I use and stuff, but um, takes up a lot of time. Another thing that has happened this week, after the Laney episode, mm. a few people have slid into my DMs asking about this magic water and I'm like, I, I want to know about yeah, this magic water too. Yeah, I was talking too. about it this morning. Um, one of our, like one of my girlfriends and I go to Pilates every Thursday morning and she was talking about, she's like, does it really work? And I was like, I felt like I was part of the cult. I don't even have the water. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm like, how about we go halfies because she lives quite close to me. I'm like, how about we go halfies? Someone has it at their house. You come once a week and fill up your water and then just have it. But I feel like I probably will invest into getting a machine. I think so too. Yeah, so that's been great. And we hope you liked that episode last week. It was um Got really good feedback on Lainey, so it was good. And this week is an absolute banger with yeah. Bonnie. Yep. So this week's episode is with Bonnie Anderson. Enough talking from us because it is a really insightful episode. And, yeah, we hope you guys like it. Enjoy. And, Bonnie, I can't wait to have a drink with you. Yes. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Ciao, guys. Have a beautiful week. What's up? Hi, Bonnie. How are you? Hey guys, how you going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. This is exciting. We've been trying to do this for a little while. Very, a very long time. I feel like at the start of launching our podcast in 2020, we had a list and you were high up on the list. So we're Mm. fucking excited to have you on. I'm so excited. And look, I'm in my hometown here pretty much. I know. I can't believe it. We were just talking about that. You're at my house and you're like, I grew up here. I was like, no way. And now we're connecting all the dots of everyone we know together. Yeah, Yeah. it's weird because I've just obviously moved away um down close to the beach and driving back home is always nice you know yeah coming to your place I'm like good I can yeah. see some horses yes bring back all the memories it is <laughs> so talking about childhood you obviously grew up here so tell us a little bit about your childhood childhood um yeah look there's so much to tell I guess I grew up you know out this way yeah I grew up on a farm with my um my parents I have older brothers and sisters Always kind of, yeah, I've just loved loved that family lifestyle, which was pretty epic growing up. I, I can't say anything bad about it, yeah. you know. I had a pretty good lifestyle. Um, and I was always into music. Mm-hmm. So that was just like my passion, my dream, and I had epic parents that supported that. Yeah. Your mum sings too, doesn't she? She does. Yeah. yeah. I've seen sneaky Instagrams of you and your <laughs> mum, and it's the most beautiful thing. Don't, yeah. Have you seen some no, of it? I haven't. It is. Oh. It's so beautiful. She's got an amazing, as you do too, but you, together it's like so beautiful. Yeah, it is. You know, it doesn't happen often anymore. Mum, so growing up, basically that's where my inspiration came yeah. from. Mum was a singer. She, can't, she did so many gigs. So all I remember – is, you know, her rehearsing or doing oh, gigs cute. on the weekend and I'd be there all the time, you know, and that was the best way to learn is getting thrown into it and I loved it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, my inspiration definitely came from mum. She's more of a, um, what would you say, like a 
pop rock kind of singer. Yeah, you know? vibe, she's yeah. amazing. And it doesn't happen often us singing together or even her singing. Yeah. So it is very special when we get together oh. and have a little sing along. Cute. <laughs> Cute. I can just imagine like Christmas time after a few drinks, you and yeah. you busting yeah. out a few tunes. Or oh, yeah, or me taking up. Usually after a few drinks, I'm up on the table. Dancing, <laughs> some crazy shit. Uh, any any of your other siblings mu- musical? No, so my, well, they can sing. Dad's terrible. Yeah, so after a few drinks, he sings a few few tunes, few uh, bad tunes. Uh, um, yeah, my brother's a boxer. My sister can sing a little bit, but she's more sporty as well. Yeah, and then my other sister's a bit. Cre- she's very creative as well. Yeah, so she has a her own. Um, T-shirt label. Yes, kind I've seen cool. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's killing it. So yeah, we've got we've got some creativity in there, running th- through the blood. You know, it's yeah, good. good. Yeah. So you obviously went to school out here and stuff like that. Yeah. Now I know when your like career and your life changed was at around twelve, right? Yes. So before that, how what gave you the inspiration to go on Australia's Got Talent? Yeah. So. I was never really – so basically Australia's Got Talent wasn't even around. Okay, it so it was a new show. It was a new okay. show, had no idea what it was. Um, I would sing every year at the Christmas carols in Yarra Glen where mm-hmm. I grew up. Very cute. <laughs> and I'd sing the same song because I was so bad at remembering lyrics. I was like, really? No, to, yeah, I still oh. am. I forget my own lyrics. <laughs> like I've written the song and I'm still forgetting the lyrics. Um, but, yeah, so I'd sing this song and it was like this gospel song and this was when I was – what would it be? Like. I would have been 11. Yeah. Just before um, Australia's Got Talent. So this lady came up to us, my mum and myself, and she said, you know, you should try out for this show. Australia's Got Talent. We had no idea what it was. And we just thought, why not give it a crack, mm. you know? So we did. And uh, I remember driving into the uh, into the audition and mum was, you know, driving, obviously. I was 12. And she goes to me, now, bub, because they all call me bub, if you don't get it, I'll um I'll give you fifty bucks and we'll go shopping. Oh, if you cute. get it, like awesome. Yeah. So I was like, sweet. If I don't get it, I get Win-win. fifty bucks yeah. and I get to go shopping. So the whole experience experience was like epic. You yeah, know? it was something new to me. We drove into the city. Um, you know, I sang this same song that I knew the lyrics. Of. Yeah, it's called Jesus, What a Wonderful Child. Super gospel. It was like yeah. you know, choir sort of song. You know, um, and then we heard back. Like six months later, so no I, I got the fifty bucks and I went yeah. because I thought I wasn't going to get it. Um, and then I heard back, and we find we, we found out that I got the show. You know, got to get on the show, which was amazing. And then the whole experience is, was just it was epic. You know, going on the show, yeah. getting dressed up, being on national TV, cameras, lights, action. Yeah, it was all really new to me. Um, and then like I didn't think I was going to win the show, but I did. Yes, and that was crazy. It's so wild. So having that, I mean, being so young and obviously, you know, it's always kind of been in your blood. Were you mm. ever nervous at all or did you thrive off that? Oh, yeah. No, I was shitting myself. Yeah, I, I just like, wondered. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, thank God I had my mom there the whole way yeah. through because it, it was such a massive moment. There was people mm. everywhere. First time I'd ever done anything like that. Yeah. You know, I've done shows. I've sung with mom. I've, you know, I did the Christmas carols, yeah. but it wasn't. Was it, it wasn't at that level, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. There was great people around and they really looked after you, you know, being a young girl as well. You know, there was heaps of young people because it was all ages yeah. and it was a talent show so it wasn't just singing. Oh, yeah, of know? course. There was yeah. people blowing gum leaves. There was people dancing. So it was really great, you yeah. know. And then I just rolled, you know, went, went through the roller coaster after that. Oh, how long was the actual process of the show starting to winning? How long was that? 
So I sang four songs all up. It actually wasn't as big wow. as, it, okay. as they are now, the yeah. talent shows. So it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty quick. I think the turnaround would have been about, you know, two months. Wow. Yeah. But what we have to keep in mind is it was a completely different time, time with 100%. television. We didn't have so different. streaming services. No. So, like, you were you were prime time and everyone at home was sitting down in front of their TVs mm. watching yeah, you. Yeah, so true, yeah. actually. And, and, you know, there wasn't social media yeah. back then yeah. or any of that stuff. So it was a whole different thing to what it is now. Yeah. So different. Do you think if it had been, you know, you were 12 now in this time with social media, you've got, Mm. Me, like things that happen so quickly on social media, like there's always like memes that happen quickly. Do you think that you would have had the men, like the mental strength to get through it? Look, I don't know to be honest because even times when I was younger, going through what I was going yeah. through anyway, with even without social media, mm. it was there is pressure still. Of course. It's really it's heavy, yeah. you know. Um, and oh, gosh, going through it now would be really, really tough. I think. Yeah. Social media can be like the devil. Mm-hmm. As much as it can be amazing, yeah. obviously, it can be the devil. Um, and just and just as as much as you take on, you know, as a young girl, I think you do take on way more. Yeah. You know, even now you take on way more. But if you're feeling more comfortable in your skin, like I am probably today, yeah, than I was you know back then. I don't know. It's a hard one. I think I, if I was twelve again right now. It'd be a whole different thing. It would. I'm not sure if I'd do it. You know. It's Did do you have men like mentors throughout the two months, or you just had your mum there? I had mum, and I had my singing teacher, David okay. Jans. He was epic. He'd come, and he was he was just the most beautiful soul. He's like the angel. You know, he'd come yeah. in, and he'd sing with me, and he'd hold my hand, and he'd you know calm me down, which was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was a really nice process to have. Yeah. Those people, and I had my family and my friends there at every show. You oh, know, that's they had great. Like, all these like, yes, was yeah. amazing, and it was it was awesome. Like the whole experience, we all we yeah. were all in it together, which was so cool. Yeah. yeah. So after that, what happened? I could imagine like managers are coming at you, like contracts. Yes. What happened that's after that? That's what I want to know. Like you've <laughs> won the show, then what happens with you and fame and yeah, getting recognized? Yeah. Everything. I like, still so young. Yeah, that was wild. The yeah. recon- the recognizing thing was crazy. I'd be going to my local shopping center, Churnside Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both of journey, our journey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this is just like a little shopping shopping center where I always used to go. And I used to go with my two best friends and their mum all the time, the Kavanaugh's. And honestly, it changed. Yeah. I'd go there and you'd get like everyone would chase you into a corner and want your autograph and photos. And it was really awkward yeah. you know, getting used to that transition because yeah. I'm just this girl that run around just riding a motorbikes, girl. a country girl. Yeah. Um, but I was always really excited about that as well. I never didn't like it. It was like it was a – it was adrenaline. Ni- it was adrenaline. It was yeah. nice. It was kind. Mm. Mostly they said beautiful things, which was nice. Um, but, of course, after the show, you do have management and labels mm-hmm. and things like that coming at you from all angles. It's just wildness. And mm-hmm. I think at that point in time I knew that I wanted to be a singer. Yeah. And I'd, I had done a bit of singing with mum and obviously I had a great parents that were really supportive. Mm-hmm. But we kind of decided not to sign mm-hmm. A record label or signed to a management, I kind of just didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Yeah. So I was like, why am I going to throw myself into this situation? Let's just do, stay stay as a kid. It was my first year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, you know, learn a little bit more about music. So mum and dad bought me a guitar. You know, I started writing songs more and I really, like, put myself out there. So I'd go to 
venues around this area and I'd go, you know, can I can I play? Yeah. Can I play a show? And I didn't care if it was to two people or 200 people. I didn't care. It was just about the the, the growth, the learning mm-hmm. process for me, um, which was cool. As a 12-year-old, I mean, looking back now, I was like, oh, that was great that I had that support around me with my parents and things like that to be able to make those yeah. rational decisions. Mm. Um, yeah, so I did wait off. I ha- held that whole thing off with, you know, labels and management and I did those shows. I learned how to write music and I was way more passionate about it. I knew exactly what I wanted mm. to do after the show. And um, I went on tour with Jimmy Barnes because he'd seen me. Oh, wow. Yeah, Mahalia Barnes saw me singing at a, at a show. Yeah. At a venue. And that was epic. Like those little yeah. experiences were the biggest part of me being an artist or learning how to be an artist. You yeah. Know, as a young girl, I went to New Zealand. That was the first time I ever went overseas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And those things were moments that I'll always, you know, cherish because it was the biggest learning curve for me. Yeah. At what age were you doing that? 13. Wow. Yeah. I think your parents and your family upbringing must be fucking amazing because I could imagine <laughs> a lot of people would just throw their daughter yeah. or son into the industry because they're like, you know, I think that's, oh, yeah. I think that is so great that they like nurtured you and let you go on your own journey and learn yeah, more. You're very lucky. That's so true. Yeah. They were very, they very, were very nurturing. Yeah. It was good to have that. Yeah. You know, of course there was a lot of pressure though, oh my God, of times course. as well. You know, when you are in a situation like that and everyone's like, oh man, you can sing. Yeah. Go and fucking sing. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, there's, you got to think about that stuff, like pushing or pressure and all that stuff really builds up. Yeah. As a teenager or so at, at any time. Yeah, so that, that was you at 13. I've got a question about school. How did you navigate school? Were you still going to school full-time? I was, yeah, well, uh-huh. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I mean, because I started touring and things like that, yeah. it sort of started to build up. I wasn't really going to school as much. Mm-hmm. But even at the first year of high school, people, kids are mean, man. Yeah, they like, are mean. I remember I was this year seven kid with the biggest backpack and I was like so tired. <laughs> I'd be like walking up to this, up this big hill. Yeah. And I remember this year 12 guy was playing basketball and he yelled out, Australia's got no talent. And are you I was serious? Like, I was like, holy shit, that was really hardcore. You know, yeah, mm. things like that happen and I think, you know, sometimes it can crush you and other times it'll, make, it'll, it'll build yeah, up and yeah, stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, as I said, the support helped me. My friends helped me. My family helped me through those things. Yeah. But no matter who you are, you're always going to get, of course, you know, that I sort of stuff. I think bullying in high school and stuff is a major issue. Yeah. A major problem. It happens all the yeah. time and still to this day. And it's worse now. Yeah. With social media. Absolutely it is. Yeah. With all that going on, did you ever feel like you missed out on, like, your teenage years? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did because so basically – when I turned about 16, that's when I met my my first manager. Mm-hmm. Then I signed a record deal with Sony Music. Mm-hmm. Then I was putting out music. I was traveling. I was going back and forth to L.A. I was, mm-hmm. like, living in L.A. for a while by myself at times. I remember my 18th birthday. I was over there without my family. Wow. Oh, and I, I just remember those moments where I was like, I can't even have a drink. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm here working. My friends are partying. And I did feel like I missed out and I think when I was, I sort of came to a stage, I kind of came home after my 18th birthday over in LA and I just came to this stage where I was like, oh, my God, I just want to, I just want to party. Yeah, I just yeah. want to party. Yeah. I want to rebel. I just want to, you know, do what everyone else has been doing for yeah. the last few years. And I did that. Mm-hmm. I really did that. And it's it's interesting because I feel like I really just, yeah, I, I think I unleashed a little bit too yeah. hard as yeah. well, you know, but that's. Part of growing up, I think if you just hold that, and I have that sort of personality where mm-hmm. I'm like, 
Woo! Yeah, life. but it's yeah. like, you know, have fun all the time. And that was, yeah, a big moment for me as well when I kind of came home and was just like, I'm just, I'm doing this. Yeah. So you I'm st- sick of it. You stepped yeah. away from, from music from A that little time. bit I mm. did, but then I kind of came back. I just wanted to just, yeah, live my life. Mm. But, um, that's understandable. Yeah. 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 But I definitely did step away and then I came back and then the last few years I've really stepped away from music and just because I did um, Neighbours. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my moment to just go, all right, I just need some, I need some time. You know, I've been 12, since 12. Yeah, working. Having the highs and lows of, you know, the music industry, um, you know, crazy shit that goes on with management and labels and things like that. There's some negatives and positives, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's just all that pressure that kind of comes with it, you know, and growing up and then, you know, rebelling and doing all that yeah. stuff. And I just needed some space. Yeah. And it was epic to have neighbours. It was like my turning point to going, this is like really cool to have structure as well because when you're on your own, you're running your own business, doing music, you kind of, you got this journey, mm, like it's just yeah. highs and lows and you're just going on this roller coaster. And I guess having all those highs in life, you know, you kind of, when you're in those lows, it's like really, really shit feeling. It mm. is, especially when you're doing it by yourself. I mean, yeah. you've got the support of other people, but essentially it's you yeah. by yourself. It's you. Absolutely. And I think it's so important and what I've realised now at this point in my life is so, so important to have the right people around yeah, you. Yeah, and agreed. I feel like I didn't really for a very long time whether it was, um, you know, personal or business-wise, I just felt like it wasn't the right mm-hmm. fit for me. And, you know, over, the, over time I've just, like, grown to realise that that's so fucking important yeah, yeah. to have those people that care about you, that actually support you and believe in you and that you get along with, you know, to have on your side. Yeah. Do you think going from, like, singing and being you as Bonnie and then going into acting as someone completely different, like you're being a different character. Do you yeah. think that helped because it kind of stepped you away from being so personal? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. was kind of cool to be someone else for it, a little bit. It, yeah, it was. It was a good challenge as yeah. well. You yeah. know, it's a little bit of an escape. It's you being someone completely different. You're so right. Acting is that. Yeah. You can step away from yourself mm-hmm. for that moment and just embrace that other character, which yeah. is so different to me because I'd be up on stage as myself. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Constantly A lot myself. of pressure. Yeah. And even, you know, as soon as you wake up, you feel like you've just got to be on. Mm-hmm. You, know, you get a phone call, hey, and I've always been that person with yeah. that energy. So, yeah, it was nice to kind of step away from that and be vulnerable in another character. Was being an actor, actress, actor, what would you call it? Oh, I was having this conversation the other day. I don't know what you're, what what you call it? Am I an actress or am I an actor? I was going to say actor. No, 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 actress. I always say actor. Yeah, Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. So going from like singing to acting, what do you think your biggest challenges were? Um, Singing, well, being super nervous. It was was really like out of my depth because I didn't really Mm -hmm. know just the world of acting in itself is completely different to the world of, of singing. Course. Yeah. You know, and, and going on to a set like Neighbours, it was it's such a, you know, long, long rolling show. It's yeah. been around forever. Um, and there's all these actors that have been there forever as well. It was really nerve-wracking. Was it intimidating? Super intimidating. Yeah. Super intimidating. And it's also because I was so comfortable with singing and then being so uncomfortable yeah. in the world of acting and just being someone else. Yeah. Like we were just saying as much as it's great, it's also really scary. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Can you watch those first few episodes you recorded without oh, cringing? I cringe the whole time. <laughs> really? <laughs> I cringe the whole time. Yeah. I think it's just a funny, a funny thing watching yourself acting. Mm. You know, that I remember I remember doing like a sex um scene and that was the most I don't think I could ever do that 
Oh, it was, I mean, it was hilarious. Yeah. It was with one of my good friends, Ben Hall. He was my on-screen partner. Yeah. And, like, because we were close mates and we could just have a laugh, it was the funniest scene. I'll tell you. I'll talk you through it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I was a, my, my character B was a mechanic and she, you know, they were getting a bit kinky in the mechanics, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, garage. And well, we were in, there, in this van. And I remember we had this director at the time, he's French and he's beautiful and he just feels everything. And, you know, he was talking us through it oh. at the beginning and he's like, right, so, you know, this is passion, you know. And we, we did like our run through and, you know, we're giggling the whole time. We're like, because <laughs> like we had to be pretty much nude. So I had like a, had a little crop top on and like little undies that were nude colour. Oh, no. And he had a sock, like a, a you know, a cock sock. If you oh, really? Like, I, I didn't even I know that happened. It's a what? thing. Really? It is a thing. And it was, he was just like, man, this is mortifying. Oh, you know, I just know giggled that. the whole time. And I didn't want to look because I was like, like that too. You know, so it was just so funny. And then, you know, we walked out. We just did our rehearsal. We went through the words and we kind of, you know, rolled around the, in the back. Because you don't even, you weren't seen. It was all hearing, you know. So it was all, it I was don't all know what's sound. worse. Well, because what are you doing? We're supposed to be like, you know, having oh, yeah. oh. What sounds you oh. yeah, This is so awkward. And then, you know, he comes out, this director, he's so beautiful, but he was like, you know, now you need to feel it. Mm. Oh, and no, like, I couldn't. What? what is going on? And that made it even worse because oh he's making all these noises. And then we're like, you know what, stuff it. Let's just get in here. We're, we're like pretty much nude. Who gives a shit? Let's go for it. And then, then it's over. <laughs> Was did it one take? That, that's it? I think we did like two takes. Oh. I don't think oh. I could watch it over if I did that. Did you watch it over? Oh, I did. Did you laugh or just like? I was what like, the no. hell? <laughs> like you know when you kind of want to watch me, like, yeah. oh no, yeah, it was it was intense. That was a real moment that will stick in my life forever. Yeah, you know? and I was also worried about my family watching. I was like, yeah. don't watch that episode because that's really awkward. Yeah, <laughs> all my friends are being like, is that how you sound when you're having sex? I and don't even like, know. <laughs> Jeez. I don't even know. <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't. So I asked myself the same question. Is that what I sound like? Yeah. <laughs> the first time after, you're like, oh my god, I do sound like that. <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't. I just couldn't. So going on like TV, you were saying it was weird watching yourself. Did you ever like get insecure watching yourself? Like, have you ever felt any pressure to look a certain way? Or yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely with record labels and things like that, I feel like they ta- they uh, take the cake for yeah. that sort of situation. Um, and also, you know, I've, I've been told to like change my teeth. I've been told to no um, way. lose weight. Um, yeah, totally. Those things definitely, you know how you do hear they, about it. Yeah. In the record industry, that's more pressure. I think so. And I'm not really? sure if it's now because to be honest, I've been independent for a couple of years. But when I was 18, it was so much pressure. And, you know, there'd be times where you might like, Eat a bit much and put on. Yeah, but I've always been pretty. Go up and down. Yeah, we do. But that sort of stuff is super, super hardcore, and you always feel like you have to, you know, turn up a certain way. Yeah, I think. I mean, in the industry now, I see as an outsider, it's a little bit different. Different. People can kind of just look how they want to look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just, just for me being so young, I really did look up to these people when they were saying these things and the people around me, like I said before, I just feel like they weren't, Mm -hmm. they weren't right for me. They didn't really accept or allow me just to be who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. They kind of, you know, I'd even remember meetings, I'd be in meetings and they'd be talking about writing songs and music. And they'd be, you know, telling me to write a song like this one time. And then the next week they'd be like, oh, you know, you need to write a song like this. And I'm like, what? Mm. What do you mean? I, that, those are two different artists and I'm trying to be my own person. Yeah. I am so confused. And it was really, it was really confusing because I could, 
I mean, I could sing lots of different stuff as well. I and I think I'm quite an indecisive person. So yeah. I'm like, who I didn't even know who I was as an artist, to be yeah. honest. So I was pretty confused about it. And then I had all these people telling me different things. And it was really, it was just really hard to kind of follow a direction. Yeah. You've mentioned a couple of times at different stages in your life you didn't know who you were. Yeah. How have you gone about finding yourself to who you are today? Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's helped you along the way? I think just actually taking the time to look at and dig it a little deeper yeah. Yeah. within myself. I, um, you know, even last year I, I did a show called SAS. Have you yeah, know that about show. that too. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, that was a moment. So basically I've been through different relationships, really crappy ones. It's really been difficult and I feel like that's put a lot of had put a lot of doubt in my you know self-esteem which mm. is as a woman yeah you know? of course um and obviously just um the, the industry as well and I think over time it just started squishing I felt squished down mm-hmm. and last year was kind of the year where I'd done a bit of work well a couple of years before that done a bit of work just go oh my god I need to push this away this something's not right here I just mm-hmm. didn't feel like myself for so long so I think that was a mo- turning point for me. Neighbours really helped with that as well. I feel like that structure in my life and the people around me that were really, you know, driven and hardworking, that was great to have those sort of people around mm. me and that structure. Um, but, yeah, I just started feeling like I just need to dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck am I? What, what are, What's my purpose? Yeah. What do I need to do here? Because I just wanted to be myself again. Yeah. I wanted to feel content, feel happy. Um so little things like that, surrounding myself around the right people, not, not you know, pushing the people away that weren't right for mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, I did a course last year with a life coach. Amazing. Um, Blake Worrell, he was amazing. He really helped me dig a little deeper, yeah. find, and do things that I wasn't used to, you know, little uncomfortable things, put myself in really, you know, uncomfortable situations but would benefit me. Obviously. Yeah. My health and mental health and all that stuff. Um, and SAS was a major, major thing as well for me because, look, it was the toughest thing I've ever done. Yeah. And I felt like I was ready to do something like that. But being on the show or being on the course, I should say, um, was I was like, oh, my God, I'm so not ready for this. But it was amazing because it actually made me think about myself and made me understand myself in, at a deeper level. I was scared of everything and I kind of went oh on the show God. going, I'm because I've always been like, I'm strong. Yeah. And I've had this thing, this, you know, what do you Facade. call it? Like, Facade. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I thought I'd be totally fine. I was like the littlest bitch on that show. I was like eh, crying all the time. No, you were amazing. But those things mm. were really great for me to do because it, it made me understand that, you know, you can be vulnerable, you can mm. be scared and you can learn about yourself in that situation. And the biggest thing about that course was just as hard as it was and, it kind of damaged me for a little bit afterwards. But then once I sort of analysed what the mm. hell just went on because it was just so fast-paced, I was like that was actually the most amazing thing I, I could have done. Putting yourself you know? in the most, that would be the most uncomfortable yeah. situation you could yeah. ever put yourself in. That's it's, what they say, isn't it? Like growth only happens when you put yourself in uncomfortable yeah. oh, that's situations. Right. Yeah. And now I'm just so comfortable with growth and mm. learning more things. I, I want to be better every mm. day. I want to you know, put different things into my lifestyle, my routine to, to grow. Change yeah, and that's up. like that that SAS course helped me with that and the life coaching thing that I did has helped me and I've always kind of been a bit, you know, with life coaching or therapy or things like that. I'm like, yeah, nah. Mm. But it was amazing yeah. because it opened my mind to new things and just being able to understand understand yourself 
is the most empowering thing ever. Yeah. You know? yeah. Going back to SAS, I was a massive fan. I watched it. And <laughs> I think I messaged you when it was on. Remember yeah. you were in that tunnel thing? Oh. I was like, holy shit. Like everything you did, I was like, I could not do that. The tunnel thing, I was the like, tunnel. how did you do that? What was the most challenging? What would it, the obstacle <sighs> or whatever you'd call it? Because did you watch it? <laughs> no. Oh, and then the other oh, one where you had to go was... down in the car and the wall. I was like, oh, I saw one thing yeah. where I think you had to walk across like an aerial thing. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah, I didn't make it to that point. <laughs> like I was gone. So the funniest thing about the whole situation is I tried to leave like four times. Did you? Honestly, I was At like. At what oh, points? Wait, well, what points did so you want to leave? day one, I didn't try to leave day one. <laughs> I, <just laughs> gonna, I was going to say, like, day wow. one, was that when you walked into the room and there was that gas? Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. So this was, we got gassed. It was fucked. The, the first thing we did was got, you know, we were gassed um, and we were in our, you know, civilian clothes just walking in mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, right, get rid of your ego. You know, if whoever you think you are, you're not, blah, 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 like screaming at you, all, all very, like so many swear words, like C word. You're like, holy shit, what the hell have I got? Oh, yeah. um, and then all of a sudden they're like, right, you're going to go into this room and you're going to be gassed. And it's going to burn your skin. You're not going to be able to breathe. But you have to. It was you wild. have to, you know, calm yourself and da da. And I'm like, okay, cool. I think I've got this. Having no idea really what gassing is. But I have no idea. It was fucked. Like their eyes were like. No, but like gassing is all I could think of was in the war. Uh, they used yes. to do it. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. Like that's it's serious. Like, yeah, it's serious. So we walked into this room with a mask on, and I thought that's cool. I put a mask on. Then the guy goes, Billy, one of the um, SAS guys. He goes. All right, take your mask off. Nah. All of a sudden I was like, like could not breathe. My eyes are watering. My body's tingling, burning. I felt like I was honestly, I I hate to say this, but I felt like I was dying. Honestly, I felt like I was dying. And it was just like that panic sets in and then you're just like, oh, my God, get me me out of here. I don't know what to do. I can't breathe. And you're kind of like, they're asking questions like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a singer. Oh, nah. And then he's like, oh, sing something for me. And I started singing, when the night. <laughs> and I was like, when the night. Simon. <laughs> and then, I mean, he ended up letting me out. And then, you know, you've got boogers everywhere oh. coming out of you. I'll just explain, set the scene. For nah. This first and one. you're being filmed at it's this in time. A and you're like, but you don't even think about the at that the time point, like, you don't care. What, I've, I can't even see a camera. Like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. not even about that. And then Ant is the big, the yeah. big dog. You know, he's amazing, very inspiring man. And he, you know, he said to us, "Do not touch your body. Do not touch your face. Otherwise, you'll um, it like sets it off or something again." Did you touch? Like, yeah. Because <laughs> there's boogies coming yeah. down. I was like, yeah. like, and he came up and yelled at me. And then I was like. <laughs> like blowing it out of my nose without my head. It was so funny. Did that get aired? I can't remember. I I don't think so. Yeah. There was just so much comedy as well in it yeah. because it's just like what is going on? And then the next bit was I first of all, I just have to set the scene again. Is I was just like you know they told us to wear black bra and undies you know and I was mm. like oh yeah cool we're just coming in. I wore this like uh, nude bra. It was like you know just like nothing special, a bit of a granny bra. Yeah, nothing, yeah. like I wasn't trying to look sexy. Yeah. I thought. We we're gonna put these black bras on when we got in there. Next minute, they're like, "Right, take your overalls off, strip down to your bra and undies." And I'm more tired. Oh no! I'm th- I'm looking around like trying not to make a sound. And I'm like, "Holy fuck, are we actually doing this?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I am wearing the most ugly." Be our be. I just need to get changed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did it because I was like, "I'm not gonna get yelled at." Like this is terrifying. Yeah, true. So I did it, and then he's like, "Right, everyone, run! We have to run in our bra and undies." And I'm just like, "I've got G string on, right." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was just the most funny thing. And all I could think about again was 
Hey, my family. I'm gonna watch you. And whoever's behind me, like Jesus Christ, they're watching my bum <laughs> bounce around. It's just so funny. But yeah, like they really brought you down to earth. They were like, yeah, they're nothing special. Yeah, right. And it makes you think. It's a like, great show. It's incredible. Yeah, and it's a good show. So authentic. to yeah. what you guys see. Like, I mean, you see 10, 15 percent of what mm. we really do because it's constant. Just go, go, go. You know. Forget about sleeping. Like they're waking you up and you're doing a drill outside. Like it's just bee stings, they called it. But yeah, it was it was a really incredible experience. I can imagine that would definitely like bring you down. How many days were you there for? So I was there for seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah. and it was. Fucking I mean, wow. and like I said, sorry, I didn't answer the question before, but I was I was ready to leave like on day two. Then day three, I was like, oh, can I do this? And always in cold water. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but are you good with like cold? No, water? no. I tried doing cold showers. I lasted one day. I yeah. Can't. Oh, it's so hard. What made you stay? Because you thought you could do it? I think what made me stay was the um, the support of everyone. Everyone was amazing. We had a real yeah. tight-knit mm. crew that were beautiful. They were amazing, mm-hmm. everyone. I was really lucky and I felt I was one of the youngest there as well. And I think, you know, I, I was annoyed at myself in the end. I was like, oh, my God, stop trying to leave. Mm. Stay or stop whinging or fuck off. Like, yeah. And that's kind of where I got to at the end. The internal conversation with yourself. Yeah, and then I was, like, emotional. And by the end of it, I just went to Ant because you, you have to go and hand your number in. I just said, oh, I was like, I just want to go. And at one point he just didn't let me before this. He didn't let me. He was like, you're staying, like you're staying, you've got mm. more in you. And I was like, okay, like that motivational tour like gets me every time. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I've got this. And then in two seconds later, I'm like, ah. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it, by that stage I was just done. I had nothing left in me. And I think I was just almost a little bit embarrassed because just within myself because I was seriously emotional. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm just too emotional. I just need to fucking go. Yeah. Mm. It's really hard. So, um, yeah, I left and it was amazing. I got to eat chocolate and I was going to say, they limit your food and stuff as well, don't yeah. they? Yeah, so you've got, like, no energy. So yes. you said you were a bit broken for a bit after it. What happened? Yeah, I feel like it really triggered me. It brought up some, like, traumatic stuff yeah. from my, my past. And, like I said, relationships. I've had um, one that really has made, like, a massive, had made, well, has made an impact on my life. Um but that's sort of, I thought that was sort of done mm. with. Always comes uh, up. But it was like, yeah. I hadn't really ever dealt with it properly. Yeah. I've always just been like a sort of uh, swap under the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like whatever, it's all good, you know, doesn't matter. Um, move on. But this moment, all, the, all that stuff, mm. was, I didn't even, it wasn't really about that. Mm. But it did trigger that sort of stuff for me. And um, it was just bringing back all these memories and, like just making me feel so anxious constantly mm. and, like, it was just heavy stuff. And um, that's why afterwards I was just kind of broken. I'd just mm. be home and I was, like, eating heaps when I got back from SAS and I was just, like, pretty unhappy. And I was just trying to work out what it was. And that's when I'd seen afterwards I was, like, I need to see someone just to yeah. chat about this stuff. Yeah. And let it all out because I was just, like, I'm ready. Let it go. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Like, it's obviously coming up for a reason, so get it out of the way. I don't want to think about it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was that turning point where I saw Blake. He was amazing. And I just chatted with him and he gave me so many different exercises to do. And, you know, like, meditation is obviously a massive thing these mm-hmm. days. So many people are doing it. And I always thought it was a bit like, you know, woo-woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I started doing it. I started journaling. Yeah, and it really, oh, journaling's powerful. It seriously helped yeah. me. It really did. And I don't do it every day now. And mm-hmm. I do get, you know, I, I have I think moments. It's the same, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think moments I'm like, I should do that because it's so powerful and mm. it really helps. Yeah. It really helps. And even if it's just about what did you what did you do today? Yeah. What were you proud of that you did? Yeah. Whatever it is. Those things are really important to just reflect on and think about. Yeah. You know? And for you being a songwriter as well, you could potentially use the journal in songs in the future totally. or something like that. So it is super beneficial. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. So what what's on the plans now? What are you planning on? Like you've obviously not on neighbors anymore. Are you still writing songs and yeah, singing was, and stuff? Yes, what's on the plans now is I've so I've just obviously I've moved. We're building at the moment. Mm-hmm. We're renovating. Lots is happening. And I'm building my very own music studio. Oh my god, fuck I'm, oh. I'm so excited. My yeah. first time well, in yeah. the house or somewhere in the house. Else. Oh my god, that's amazing. Like on the side of the house. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yes. And, you know, with songwriting, I haven't really written in two years. You yeah. Know, okay. It's been a really, you know, they call it the writer's block. And it's mm-hmm. like, I have had a massive, massive writer's block. And I'm just so excited to just get into it and just mm-hmm. find that fire again. Yeah. Have my own space, my own environment, and just, um, yeah, get, put music out that I love mm-hmm. that's come from me, purely just me, and um, get it happening. I was going to say, do you want to be at the front of the music or you want to be writing? Well, For it's, others. it's interesting mm. because I've that has changed mm. over the years as well. I mean, as when I was younger, I was like, man, I'm going to be traveling the world for the rest of my life. I want to be, you know, this huge singer, you know, singer songwriter. And it's sort of changed. I like being a much more low key mm-hmm. these days. I love my family. I love my dogs. I yeah. love where I live, and I love music. And I want to do that. But I will, you know, I'll do it on my terms, and I'll do it. More writing, obviously, mm-hmm. and if it's for someone else, great. But I will be putting out stuff for myself. Yeah. And, um, but I think it's yeah, it's it's, it's change. You know, it's, everything's changing as you as you grow, as you evolve. You just yeah. um, learn what works for you. Do you see yourself going back to Los Angeles? Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, I've had incredible times over there uh, writing. Yeah. Incredible people. So I feel like once I've got my groove back, I could you know yeah get over there and do some cool shit. But. Yeah, for now it's like I just want to find that little place in my heart where I like I haven't even I don't I'm kind of like to myself how the bloody hell do you write songs again? Yeah. It has been so long. Yeah, I mean I know it's in there, but it's just like I can't wait for that moment where I just start getting that moment. Yeah, and I'm I'm back, baby. Yeah, yeah I feel cool. like the last two years, whatever industry you're in, and especially if you're a creative, the last two years has been a head fuck. And for I can everyone. imagine, yeah, everyone. Yeah. So I can imagine once you get in the groove, your house gets done, your studio, it's like it'll just fall back into place so easily. Yeah, and just still yeah. keep doing all the work on Absolutely. yourself. Yeah, don't think. Oh, that's it's how so happens. Yeah, like Sarah and I are a little bit older than you, and it's like when you were talking before, I'm like, oh fuck, you're at that age where you do delete people out of your life, yeah. and you yeah. get. To, I was going to say before, like how you were saying you get to know yourself, and I honestly believe it's with age. Yeah, like the older you get, the more happy you get with yourself, your yeah. life, and you're more content, and all that. But stupid shit doesn't matter anymore. You reflect on all the experiences you've had and you're like, ah, oh, that's why it had to happen because I had to yeah. learn this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of you sit there and you go, oh, that makes sense now. You know? Yeah. yeah it's so it true. starts to make sense. Yeah. And you, like, I feel like you're just going to forever learn. Oh, you know? always. You're always growing and I'm, yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah, always. Is acting off the cards then? Acting's not off the cards, no. no. No way. I mean, I'm still, I'm doing a few auditions here and there and I, I love to challenge myself, so I want to keep that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But singing's definitely number one. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What about Neighbours? What's happening with Neighbours? Oh, oh. Wait, so is neighbors? it completely gone? 
Well, for my understanding, save it, going. Yeah, yeah, I think they're trying to save the show. I mean, man, it's been such a long, so long, long time, yeah. and it's really upsetting to see it um, coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for so many reasons. Obviously, the show, the fans. The, the actors, the workers, mm. this, there's been people there that have been working since the beginning. No yeah. way. Yes. Like Still like cameraman. The, yeah. Cameraman. Canberra. Canberra. Cameraman. Um, Canberra. The old cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so they've been there from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, that is sad. It is sad. And it is sad. people like Susan Kennedy have yeah, been there I know. forever. <laughs> I know. But you know what? I think to, to myself as well, they've had a great run. Yeah. 100%. And I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely shattered for them and yeah. I loved being a part of that show. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, who knows what's going to happen? Mm, it is but I sad. certainly won't be going back on that show though anytime <laughs> soon. What happened to your character at the end? Uh, my character, she didn't die, which is cool. So it was always open yeah. to come back, but she just drove off into the sunset. She broke up with her boyfriend. Just drove off. She was going to go hang out with her dad. Where did my, I don't even know where he lived. Somewhere in Australia. Ah, was that a choice? It was like an anticlimax from <laughs> you to leave the show. Yeah, it was kind of. It came to the end, and yep. it was a bit of a both. I, I had an option to. Stay for a year or six months to a year. Yeah. And I just sort of was like, I'm, I think I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Three and a half years was amazing. And I'd, yeah, it, it, I'd have done my purpose, you know. Yeah. It'd be great. It was a great time. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Well, it was so bloody lovely to have you on. Thank you're you such girls. a beautiful person and very talented. So thank you. Oh, I thank just you I guys. just feel so happy because you're so energetic. I know. I'm and like, you're so smiling. I'm like, like, I want to go out on the town <laughs> with you. <laughs> Watch yeah. out. Pinterest Let's will be there it. this weekend. <laughs> two, two country girls hitting the town. Three. <laughs> Look out. Yeah, Jesus. I know, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was so lovely to have you on. Thank you so much. Thanks, girls. Thank that was you. awesome. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.